0: This podcast is brought to you by jewishpodcasts.org. Start your very own podcast today at jewishpodcasts.org.
1: You're listening to the Yeshiva of Newark at IDT podcast. I'm your host and curator, Rabbi Avram Kibalevich, and I hope you enjoy this episode. From Chicago, this is the Chavrusa. I'm Avram Kivalevich.
0: And I'm Kalman Warch.
1: Kalman, uh, I remember many, many years ago the, the, the answers to why things seem to be so frustrating for us. The reason why we seemed to have an affinity to things that weren't like the rest of our family. The reason why we started going on a path that was different questions that we'd look in the mirror and say, why am I this way? What is this all about? The answers in some people's minds was that you're actually an old soul that has come back and that you are a reincarnated person. That And the reason why you're doing the things you're doing, the reason why you find yourself attracted to these areas is because this has been the pattern that was set up in the life you had previously and perhaps even the life before that um, and 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 for a while it was pretty uh, a popular idea now we in the Torah world knew that this was something that uh, was not reincarnation and the ideal of metapsychosis of coming back again this was something that was. Pretty strong in our tradition, especially in our mystical tradition, uh, and that, of course, is the idea of Gilgal. Now, I don't, I don't hear it as much today in this new consciousness of what am I? What sort of being am I? Uh, I, I hear more of we're all part of some spiritual speck of the universe, and that we're all part of God's dream, so to speak, and God is some sort of energy and life. I don't hear so much about um, this idea of a soul coming back and being reincarnated. But I know yes. that this, But this is a...
0: a, a Generally speaking, we, we don't have such a... Um, we don't have groups gather, gathering together, you know, trying to figure out where, where you were in the previous life. Although I, I do think that, that it does have its place, certainly within the Torah world, and that perhaps it should be even more. Perhaps this should be something that we, we talk about a bit more. I, I And I want to differentiate between the idea of, of figuring out who you are and what you are in a past life, which may, maybe we should talk about whether that's even possible. But, but I think more important than that is the understanding that there have been past lives, even if you don't know what they were about. But I think it's important for us to understand it, I think, for two reasons. Number one, because it's useful. It is useful. And I, I'm... I'm I'm happy to discuss that if if you want to. But number two, I think the most important reason why this should be something that everyone understands and considers and thinks about is because it's true. It's true. This is not your first time uh, in this world. So don't you want to know a little bit more about that? Who doesn't want to know more about themselves?
1: Yeah, well, I, I think I just want to add another layer, which maybe this is the reason why we reject this because, you know, we see um, gender and identity. We don't, but the zeitgeist sees gender and identity as fluid. But, you know, at one time one could have said, why is it that a child is attracted to feminine uh, aspects when he's a boy? One of the answers that used to be given was, well, who knows, maybe in a previous life, there, this was a a soul of a woman, and somehow the woman is now uh, inhabiting this man's body. But there's an
0: assumption there that a, a switch between man and woman can take place, Correct. Right? Correct. Which Correct. is not 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 universally agreed on. on its okay. Own. But, all right. So he, he's suggesting, okay, so that's a, that's a way though. I agree with you. That is right, in other way. words, so a, a way
1: to understand why am I different? What's going on with me? Uh, it, it's not just what Freud said that it's all based on the first three years of my infancy and the influences that I got there, but there's something to bank on, but, I, but,
0: but, but I, mean, I, I agree with you on the, on the general idea. I'm just very, I'm wary of anyone going there because now we're just opening another door for someone to say, Hey, you know what? I'm identifying as a chicken because in the previous lifetime I was a chicken. And maybe I was. I think it it, it allows people to invent um, even more legitimacy to sometimes what is just a a psychological struggle that the person's going through. And just and I don't mean necessarily gender issues. I mean just in general, a person could say, "Oh, I'm not depressed. I in my previous lifetime I was a I was a uh, um, I was a, a prison warden, and now all." my f- past prisoners are making my life miserable, right? Because they also came back to, to torture <laughs> me. So you start inventing stuff. So, I, 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 Which is, I, I think you're
1: playing, I think, Kalman, you're playing into where I really want to go here because I think you've already given me some fodder to jump on you which is that this is really something that although both of us as rabbis as dabblers and sometimes investigators sometimes even approaching scholars of mysticism we know that this has become part uh, a strong part of the jewish mystical tradition i think our discussion today is should we come back and embrace this and make it a stronger part than it is? And should we, especially for our times, is it going to answer questions that we need? Should we study more about this? And I am going to uh, take the the side here that despite my knowledge of this material, I believe that for most people, that this should be something that should be not verboten, but should definitely be not part of your normal conversation, spiritual, mystical at all. Let me back this up a little bit. Um, We know that the great Rav Sadia um, and (laughs) according to some mystics, he was actually reincarnated. But Rav Sadia himself wrote in Amunas Videos that this idea that people don't just die and then go into their reward, but actually are sent back in the world again, for, and we'll talk about why they would be, um, uh, is, is, is foreign to Judaism. Part of Amunas Vedeus, as we know, the great Sadia was called uh, to come to Pumpadisa, to come to, 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 uh, and from Egypt, Hafiyumi, he was called, and set things straight. There was so much um, uh, lack of clarity into what Judaism was about, the right. carrot. Right. Right. It really was majorly disorganized. Right, right. The Karaites were were running rampant. What is it? What is our relationship to Torah Shabbat to Mikra? They needed a Superman, and they got it in Rassadia. And I'm not going to say that Rassadia's book is therefore polemical and not necessarily accurate in terms of objective scholarship. But I, in my heart, I know by reading the Munez Videos that he really rejected this as a foreign element that was grafted into
0: Judaism. And- well, let me ask you before you go on, I myself was was somewhat suspicious that Ribsadi Ghan did that because he was trying to 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 shut down the people who were going into this um place that was just not comfortable for the people who were living in a in a in a in a Muslim society where they're they're, they see this as a very strange concept, um, at least the Jews within the Muslim society, because of the very uh, strict rational approach that they were taking those days, and of course um, all of his all of his connections to philosophy. Uh, are you certain that when is that your opinion that you guys said that he actually meant there was no Gilgal, or is he more on your side of the? Uh, okay. Bible?
1: But look, I I I think we could probably write a scholarly paper about how Gilgo has always been, in many ways, used uh, through societies because of certain pressures, and I don't know if it's ever dealt with totally object- in an objective manner. Let, let me meaning that even our discussion today is not objectively and scholarly. Sadhya. The idea of Gilgal was so... um, I'm I'm always objective in scholarly. (laughs) Okay. Sadia, here's the point. You're right. People were questioning. People didn't know. Gilgal provided an answer for many. The great answer. Why am I suffering? Why is it that I seem to have lived a righteous life? Why is it that bad things were happening to me? Why is it that I was uh, why is it that I was were birthing children with issues? Why were children suffering? Why were children with birth defects having to, to struggle? And, and of course, in those days, we even shorter and more torturous existence than they live today. And Gilgal was providing an answer. It was providing an answer uh, in a in a in, in, in a in a way that even as we know uh, Chacham Avadia and others have invoked it today when Chacham Avadya, uh was talked when when the the idea of the Shoah was uh, was he was he was asked to comment on this and he was asked to comment you know ludicrously about how God could allow the slaughtering of these precious little children in Varsha. And, and and of course, the Nazis gave us ample records of those slaughterings and of, of, of what happened to those human beings. Chocham Avadia preached, based on the Kabbalistic idea of Gilgul, that we have to say that these souls, that these people who died, were Gilgulim of uh, previous generations who needed to come to this world and die on Kiddush Hashem because of some sins they might have done in previous lives. And Sa got himself burned for it. got himself burnt for it, uh, uh, burnt for it and, and, and castigated by the secular Israeli press. But you can understand how that answer made sense, and it made sense in Sadia Gon's time as well.
0: For the... Right. Well, I, I don't want to jump question. ahead of, jump ahead of wait, wait, this wait, question. Wait. I mean, I think is that because people didn't understand that they'd never learned what Gilgal actually means, people were offended because of their misunderstanding of the concept. So I'd like to come back to that. And I want you to finish uh, your point. I want to come back to this point that that's probably a good example of exactly what's wrong with the way this issue is handled.
1: Well, when MerSadia was hearing it, he knew that it had uh, an element of of respectability and people saying, oh, now that's the reason. And Sadia felt that this went against free will. It went against Scharva Onesh. It went against many of the great principles of the Torah, which he wanted to make sure people believed in, that the ultimate free will of human beings, the fact that they would be punished for their actions, that who they were, was not dictated by something that was in the past he could not find any source for this idea and he felt it ran counter to other principles therefore he said we need to reject it and now wait wait one second so now we know Rav Sadia for all his greatness and i i i don't deny that whenever in the Rambam's Moreh and maybe in Yehuda Levi's Kuzari and 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 many of the great works were Have to be seen as a product of their times, as a response and as a shield against what was happening. Whenever we leave a record for the people around us, and whenever and we know it's going to hopefully last uh, beyond our lives in a public way, we know it takes note of the zeitgeist around us so that's clear that Sadia meant that but i do believe he was objective here i don't think it was just a work of pure um uh, argument in order to uh, the real sadia would never have said that but let me jump ahead a couple hundred years where gilgal rears his head in rabbinic literature in a, such a major way is behind the shadow behind a curtain and that is in the works of the Ramban, right? The Rambans perish on Chomish in a number of places. He alludes to this incredible secret to explain why the Torah would want a brother to have relations with his dead brother's wife and somehow birth a child, right? And he who, is, who belongs to the brother who passed away. Correct, in other words, uh, an Easter of the Torah becomes shunted away, and this idea of Yibum, which of course the Ramban says we see even from Yehuda, was already in, 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 in vogue, and the torah was, the Torah was not only sanctioning it but elevating it to the point that it was one of the most important principles, and that a person who refused to do this was was, 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 was despised and was was subjected. To this uh, strange action of chalitza, which of course is also quite weird if you think about it, you know, taking the person's shoe off and spitting in front of the the Bezdin. So the Ramban said, "This is all this great, great secret, which I don't know if I can even talk about. I, I can only whisper it about it, but it has the great, great so that our our rabbis knew about and hinted at. And then he quotes, you know, the 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 the, the, the phraseologies that hint to it now." He was talking about the idea that the person who dies childless needs to come back. A person who, who comes into this world, gets married to a young woman, and dies suddenly, dies clearly for a sin or something that terrible that, that's part of his makeup and nature. And in order for that person's soul to be fulfilled, he needs to come back. And how is he going to come back? The amazing thing is he's going to come back through the womb of his widow. And he's going to come back because his brother is going to actually be able to uh, touch that storage of soul, storage house of souls. And is going to be able to bring this child who's going to be his biological child, but is really in some ways going to be his brother who's going to come back. Now, this was so wild. That the Ramban knew that his audience couldn't really comprehend it completely, and only the ones that were initiated would be able to understand. It. He says, "I can't explain it any any longer." And
0: he was talking about. Although it wasn't just an acceptance thing, there was no permission, so to speak, to reveal these things. Right, uh, 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 that was the tradition. Uh, right, they just weren't allowed to. Because even though, it, 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 when you
1: hear it, the light bulb goes off in your head, of course, right? When when you hear
0: this idea, which is not. In the verses, the way he's reading it, the concept of Gilgal in the verse is actually a, a clearer read than our attempt to, to More, make no, no, I, of it.
1: And it's not even our attempt. It's Chazal. Chazal, even yeah. the Ramban is right that the nigla, what we call the revealed part of the Torah, and the drushes that every Jew knew actually covered this idea up. Because when they talked about Teiled, they said, oh, this doesn't mean the, the, the child that's born. This means the, old, the next oldest brother who's going to birth that child. Chazal, Chazal do their best, the Ramban knew, even in, in the Nigla part, to hide the Omic Pshuto, which was this great capitalistic idea, which he said can only be revealed in the, in, to, to, the, uh, to the greatest, and uh, the ones who were most initiated. Now, you know as well as I do, that two generations later, the most, a safer, which is now, by the way, printed side by side with the Ramban in, in art scroll and other places, Rabbeinu Bachia, right? Rabbeinu Bachia, Ben Osher. His, 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 his parish is right there next to the Ramban. So if you have the tzucker edition or whatever it is, you can actually see, here's the Ramban, like, cowering in the shadows and saying, there's a great secret here, which I can't tell you about. It's so secret, and Rabbeinu Bach is just talking about it and writing about yeah yeah this is the idea of Gilgal and the soul is coming back and throughout his his writings we have from the 14th century on it's 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 now an open thing we're all talking about it. yes of course reincarnation is part of Judaism that's the mitzvah Yibum is based on it okay what happened in between the Ramban and Rabbeinu Bach you know the answer what is it of course Well, the Zohar the, oh, Zohar. the Zohar the or the hiskalut of the Zohar, right? The, the, the Zohar was around in some fashion, but when the Zohar becomes a safer that starts being spread and being written and being copied throughout Spain and, and, and from Provence and Spain and spreading, so of course the cat's out of the bag. Rebbeinu Bache can speak about it and can talk about it openly, even though his Rebbe's Rebbe was extremely nervous, as you say, from it. The Zohar, the, probably again, I can't, I don't have it uh, at my fingertips. Uh, uh, the every place the Zohar speaks about uh, the I, the idea of Gilgal, but, it's all over the place. Yeah. Right, right. In fact, okay. the Zohar, if you study the Zohar properly, you actually see that there's even gradations. There's right. There's every kind. You have Moshe Rabbeinu, of course. As a Gilgal of Hevel. And, 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 and then there's, there's more than that. There's also the fact
0: that, you know, there's Ebor. There's, there's, there's an idea of more yeah, than and Gilgal. And Ybor and, and yeah, I, without getting into co- complexities of the Kabbalistic, right, it's clear that the Zohar, um, and yeah, I, I think, I think uh, that's really the point you're making, the Zohar takes it for granted. Like, of course, of course, yes. Of course, that's part of it. How else would you explain all, all this stuff that's happened? But, but when the Zohar
1: c- confronts issues of, is that what this person is? Well, he's part this and part that. In other words, human beings, and sometimes you, you get something called the Ebor, which I didn't explain before, which is you get part of someone's soul, or it inhabits part of you during a certain part of your life, and then it leaves you. In other words, Gilgal is like the word, like like a wheel that turns around and comes back again, whereas Ibor is more like I'm carrying this baby, like a like 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 yeah. like.
0: I mean, I, I mean, I I don't know if we if, if we can get too much into Gilgal itself rather than the idea in general, but I'm not sure if what the point you're making, which is true seven hundred years ago. I don't know if, if that point is fair to bring that forward to today because yeah, you're making it seem like there's this debate between the rabbis. There's, there's the the Ramban and then there's Rabbeinu Bachieh. Yeah, picking those two rabbis, I think is probably the best example that we could have. But if we fast forward to today, I, I, I think that the question becomes a completely different question. I think the question becomes, it's already known. It's already accepted. It's already anyone who's anyone who's I'm saying without you could open the Arizal and you could say, well, this person's a Gilgal of that, and that person's a Gilgal of this. You can you could just spend hours studying whose soul is related to whose soul. And I'm not going that far. I'm saying the basic idea that this idea exists. So, for example, that when we say Adam Arishon gives David Amalech seventy years, that that's related to the concept of Gilgal, and that Adam is Rasha Tevis, Adam David Mashiach. These are these are ideas that everybody already knows. Everybody knows these ideas. So once we already have accepted within the Torah world that the concept of Gilgal is is, is there, then why aren't we doing like Rabbeinu? I was saying it's different. That, in those days it was a secret. It was difficult for people to... Right now it's open. It's there. Let's use this incredibly illuminating area of the Torah to give our own lives and our own way of doing things more meaning I don't know if that old debate of 700 years ago is meaning of of your
1: life in many ways let, let, let's go with the medrash that you said everybody knew about that we know that Adam should have lived a thousand years he only lives to be 930 Right? where's the 70 years so Chazal say that he gave 70 of those years for David to exist right now That idea without Gilgal can be understood in a very beautiful, meaningful way. And that is, David Melech and Odom HaRishon are, in, in, in our mind, the symbols of a human being with flaws, who sin, who overcome, who deal with things. In a way, of course, Adam is, is a cipher to us, despite the fact that he lives 930 years. Whereas David Melech has the best story in Tanakh. David is the most fleshed out figure, maybe in all literature, if, if you think about it. He is an incredible, incredible arc of life and feeling. He is humanity. And he, and he bequeaths the book that speaks to all humanity and continues to speak to humanity, even be, across religions, which is, of course, safer to Tehillim. Right? Incredible. So, when we say that David represents Adam, we're not saying that David is somehow a reincarnation, but rather that David Amalek is every man. David is a person, is a human being, and David can therefore be related to. It. So However, why tra- why we, why, that's not how it's understood by everyone, right? Uh, okay, uh, go but, on. Right, but, but, but when you say that, and even if you say it not in the sort of new age way that I'm saying it, even if you say it in the way that, uh, 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 like in the Twilight Zone episode, I'm going to give you years of my life and I can make this deal. Okay, God, take years from me and let this man live. That doesn't mean that Dovid is somehow the
0: soul of someone previous, the gift of life i get you that i get you that you can read it the other way but that's not how it's read that's not how it's explained right i'm saying the fact is that because we do explain it that way because that's how everyone understands it i I I don't think i I don't think it's everyone and i think the problem with
1: gilgo but you know sad i'm getting sad and avadia mixed here could make good um, use of it because we're basically dealing with who we're dealing with, 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 with images of slaughtered children. And, and and, and you can say, okay, I'm going to use Gilgal to try to explain that. But when you take a person and you expect them and you, and you, you, you tell them that you are really a, a, a reincarnation of someone else, then you are still depriving them of their own choice. And you are in a way, you you you're, 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 you're not allowing them, you're not allowing them you're not allowing them to
0: own up to their actions but
1: and, we, and and you and you
0: we have to separate between between the people who go looking for what they were in their previous life which again I, I'm not even saying there is anyone you could go to today who could actually tell you or they're just making it up. I think that's different than understanding that there is a concept of Gilgal in general and that it helps you to accept and understand why am I facing certain challenges? So I don't know what happened in my previous life, but I do know that this is not unjust, that it's not unfair, that there's a system. And so I'm going to live. In fact, I would say like this, if someone, if someone's wondering why they're facing a certain challenge, there's a certain strength in knowing that, that perhaps this is something you struggled with in the previous lifetime, and now you're here to fix, and that allows you to to focus more wow. on, on trying to get that fixed. Okay. Even if you don't know who you were and where you were, was I some tailor in, in 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 the 19th century who who lived in the following town in Hungary? It doesn't matter what who and who you were. You know, in other. Other religions, they uh, and cults and groups, they make a whole big deal out of it. In, 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 for example, in Scientology, right? They, they, after you reach a certain level, they reveal to you where you were during the alien process of the previous um, stages. So they know, they know, they audit you somehow, and they know. I, I'm not going there. But the idea of 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 reincarnation is something we should learn and understand about, so that we can. We can understand that this is something that's out there that we can the general idea can help us be better. We don't need that, Colin. You can you can you can assume need, need. You can, it helps. It
1: doesn't help. What it does is it it, it allows you to um, neutralize and and not focus enough on your own personal flaws. What do you
0: gain by saying they well, are you, my personal flaws? It's still it. my person. Right, right. My right. personal, your previous lifetime is still you. If a person has amnesia, then what happened to him before <laughs> his amnesia is not, is not somebody else. It's still you. But
1: connecting it to there is, is seeds agency. What happens is, is that you say, well, this is the soul that I've been, I've been, I've been brought into this world to do to, to a Tikkun. Now, you could say, I am brought into this world to make the world better and to make the world better than it was before I came here without necessarily trying to figure out what it was that you were here to be masakin based on mistakes you've made in previous incarnations. Now, we know the, we know the
0: Ramban, by the way. But that wouldn't just... be its function. That wouldn't be well, well, its function. Well, I, let's go back to your example. Let's say a person has a, as a, uh, someone who's born and, and uh, you know, has severe physical disabilities. So what kind of cruel world is this if you don't understand that there is a reason and a system for why this has to happen? Okay. Right?
1: Now, again, as as a brother of some up to the people around who are helping this individual that needs so much help, and they are thinking and saying, God, why why did you bring this person to suffer? Right? And, of course, the answer, if you are in uh, your say, that... This person was brought into this world as a as a reincarnated soul in order because in their previous lifetime there was not enough chesed that they had done and they somehow by becoming an object of total chesed look how much chesed they now put into the world because the people that had to be with them 24 yeah, yeah, that's seven, trying to be very specific that's trying to be very specific but what second I, don't you see that that even that answer although in ways it could help the home caregiver to understand and not have arguments with God, makes you look at that person as an object as opposed to an individual. And I think that in the same way, you look at yourself as an object when you start thinking, okay, I am, uh, the reason why I have this issue is because I'm the Gilgal of some great Baltaiba. Well, let me just add one more point here. When I was in, um, um, uh, I still remember Rav Heinemann, uh, you know, giving us the basic principles of the Shah Raghmul, which of course is the last section of the Ramban's masterpiece, Tehras HaOdom. And there, you know, we, we talked about what, and, and, and there the Ramban also implies Gilgal as well. And I remember Rav, Rav in teasing out of the Ramban the idea that, that that certain Averos force you to come back, right? And that certain Averos, for example, as we know, um, uh, we know that Tshuva uh, and Harota, Aziva Sachet, is only mischaper on Averos sheben Odom, L'mokom, uh, but It's not miskaper. Actually, says Well, we know when you've actually stolen from many, many people. When you're a Bernie Madoff or something like that, right? We know that the, the Gemara gives an ASIC, an etza. Go do tzedakah uh, Put a lot of money in public works. Uh, build up the roads and, and 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 the bathhouses. So this way, the now it's not tit for tat because the people you stole from probably many of them are dead already but in some way you can make a tikkun what the Ramban implies there is that many of those people need to come back in order because they cannot get the pure Olam Haba that they deserve because they have the chet of of, of theft they have the chet of of
0: the other guy has to come back the guy who was robbed has to come back in order to get his money back. So not only does this process trap the thief, but it traps the victim as well,
1: right? So 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 there you have a person coming back because of Averos. And and I remember how how how, how stark that was from the Ramban. And I don't know, this might have been his own ideas. I don't I never saw Nishar uh openly, was that you come back always in some way on a less of a madrega. Of a human being than you were before. I'm sure you're aware of what
0: I'm talking about, correct? Yeah, no, no, there, there are examples. You know, there's a discussion as to which exactly which specific sins a Torah sage, when he sins, he's going to come back as an ama Right? That's that's discussed. Uh, the, you know, the Vilna Gaon in his Pirush Yonah, where he discusses a, the, the whole the whole the whole book is a, oh, a book about, about, about reincarnation. About Gilgal, right? Gilgul for dummies. That's yeah. that's Yona. That's uh, that's the, the Vilna Gaon's parish on Yona, right? So, 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 so uh, what happens? Guess, so what happens is so so the idea of Gilgul in a way is sort of
1: it's it's a boogeyman. It scares you, right? It makes you say, "Look, you don't want to come back," right? In other words, coming
0: back, you, yeah. I mean, we're told if you get a choice between hell or coming back, to choose hell. <laughs> because coming back means that you couldn't.
1: Hell didn't work for you, right? There's certain tikkunim that can't work. Coming back means you've and and hell will always cleanse you. Coming back could make it worse because here's your chance again, and it won't work. So this is said. It was it, for for teenagers. It was cool and scary, and and I guess it was it was maybe it was good to hear about it. But but do you really think that that's Moshe, YerushaMayim
0: at all? I'm, I'm gonna I'm gonna bring out this point one more time, and I, I think it's important to hear this. Whether I I think you're making valid points that this thing can be misinterpreted, misused, misunderstood. and And I, 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 I agree. All the dangers are there, but it's true. It's true. And I think that that should be the most important element within our discussions. That it's true. You are a Gilgal. And since you are a Gilgal, you are affected by that. There are things that matter because this isn't our first, our first trip, and that's something to think about, what, what, how we should be looking at things. I think this is important to teach, and not so much, again, in the specifics, but for, in general, for us to understand the way that the world works, is that the people you interact with, I think that if you take that, you know, the, the, the amazing idea of one of, the, one of the points that Shlomo Kalabach accomplished with, with the schwarze Wolf story, is that uh, after people heard that story, they started seeing people who they previously had seen as obnoxious, and, and they'd taken on that you never know, right? You never know who he really is. He could be one of the lamad Vav tzaddikim. So I walk down the street, I see a guy who's a schlepper, he's a bum, and and, the, and then I go, you know what? As far as I know, he could be one of the 36 Tzadikim. So even if he isn't, even if he isn't, the point is that it helps me um, you know, gives me a perspective in this world where I shouldn't mistreat someone because they I judge them to be beneath me because you never know. I, I think the concept yeah, of yeah, Gilgal helps us in this in this idea. I interact. I have, but I so some, what, what kind of
1: crazy crutch do you need? The reason why I'm not going to mistreat you is because who knows? You might be Rav Veger from a previous Gilgal, right? Of course, Chaz that he had to come back. No, but if, but if you if might have you,
0: a person who is being obnoxious to me, and I say maybe the reason he's being I don't know this. And yeah, that's the difference between me and the other people. I'm not saying this is true. I'm just saying maybe the reason why he's being so obnoxious to me is because once upon a time, I ruined his life. Okay. And, and, and now we're being presented as... And I'm you shouldn't be doing this to every person. But the fact that that idea exists... Is a useful and beneficial idea.
1: I, I think it's so fluid and so and facile in so many ways. First of all, look for darshanim. It's great, right? If you could connect the dots between who's who from every generation. Look, here's one of the greatest ones. You know, the Chose was was um, was was known to be able to to look at you and tell you who you were a Gilgal of. Right, he, he came into him, and he was able with his incredible ruach hakodesh to to see not just the human being uh, here, but generations, generations. The Chose said famously when he talked about Rabbi Yenis and Rabbi Yenis and Ibishitz, who was incredible. He revolutionized halachic thinking. If you look at the tumim, there are things there there are lines in the tumim that below your mind how incredibly brilliant and connected everything is pilpal and lum this all together and yet revennus and ivishits spent the last 10 years of his life approximately fending off the the idea is that he was actually a a Sabbatean and 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 there was many many people who believed it and still believe it to be true. Yeah, there's a bunch of idiots today who
0: still believe it. Yeah. yeah. Well, again, I'm, i I was Schneer Lyman is not an idiot, but okay. I, actually, I think a person can have a person can have a place in their brain where they're an idiot. Yeah. Okay. I, I, you know, everyone's got their places. Uh, maybe, okay, yeah. maybe Schneer Lyman maybe Schneer Lyman maybe yeah. the
1: Gilgal, yeah, maybe the Gilgal, yeah, yeah, I knew you were going to go there. Yeah. Here, here's the point. So, no, this, I, I would right. never say
0: something like that. But, you know, but you
1: know what the Chosa said? The Chosa said that the reason why this happened, because he was a Gilgal of Rebbe Leser ben Horkinus. He was a Gilgal of Rebbe Leser ben Horkinus, the great Rebbe of Rebbe Akiva, right, who who died in Nidui, so to speak, because he refused to give in on his machlokas of Tanur Shavachnoi, that incredible neshama comes back and it came back in the, in the body of Rabbi and Aibshitz, a, st- a great teacher. What an Einfall the Chayza had, right?
0: It's an incredible right, And, and the, I- the, the Arizal made Rabbi Yazir Ben Hurkinus a Gilgo of Ruve Ben Yaakov, right? Because that's why he's called Rabbi Yazir Haggadol. And and because and Rabbi Eliezer Ben-Hurkans was supposed to be one of the Asara uh, Ruge Malfas, but because Rubin walks away, that's why the Gemara Rabbi Eliezer escapes from prison by making that whole argument, right? It's all it all works out perfectly. And that's what Rabbi and makes it out in the end, right?
1: <laughs> yeah, but he makes it out, but he makes it out in a way where his legacy, in a way, is affected. Look, it, it, you, also, my jaw is dropping by uh, from your tuchto, Uh but. You know it 's fun, but it really takes away from really understanding who Raism was, and it really
0: takes Listen, away i don 't think it does you know I, what? I do. yeah I, I want our listeners to sing in the concept of a previous incarnation. does that take away or does it add uh, you 're saying it takes i 'm saying it adds all you look to
1: say that we have had firebrands incredible teachers who refused who were obstinate who in some ways and and to show a pattern is one thing it's another thing to say that he sort of was destined to end his life in a state of uh of, of harem on a state where uh, of, of a great cloud over his head based on where the soul's trajectory was previously, I think is is, is dangerous. Let, let me say even something further. Let me respond to
0: wait. that point. I, on the contrary, I think that that believing that a tzaddik like Aviyanis and Abschitz can experience such irrational, uh, such an irrational attack by another brilliant, beyond brilliant scholar like. Like a Yakov Emden, there must have been some super. I would be, I would be more upset if you tell me that it was just. A, a great Tzaddik making a big giant mistake about another great Tzaddik, and then this weird stuff about people, someone found something about his son, which eerily reminds me about the bizarre testimony about their Moshe de Leon's wife. Like, like, Since when did these become basis for historical evidence? It's just crazy. I'm saying my point is it's irrational, and I would much rather See, I, I think Gilgal, irrational. Adds, Gilgal, ironically, is... Gilgal adds rationality. No, it doesn't. No, it That's doesn't. The, is... the way
1: to understand Rabbi Yenison is to go through Sholem, Ya'ari, to understand what Shabsoyus was, to understand what its appeal was, to understand the difference between moderate Sabbatianism, to understand, and, and that, you know what? Rabbi Yenison's life life should be a byproduct of the incredible power that the chop site Zvi himself had and why this was a movement despite its antinomian underpinnings was able to, to to create such energy and such people behind it um so so i actually believe that zeroing in on that personality and say well here we have a gilgal of rebel is really misses the point about even the, the the lesson and and it also by the way you know, lessons in my mind, appreciation of the brilliance and greatness of what Rabbi Yenison was able to accomplish. Let me just say one more. Let me That's just say one. Let yeah. me just say one more point. The other point is this. Yes, it's in the Zohar, and we know that the Zohar is open for everyone. There's so many. There's three or four different English translations you can get. There's
0: Biurim. Well, one day there'll be a decent one as well. <laughs>
1: okay, I don't know, Kalman. I mean, the Biurim. Uh, are, 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 are. The
0: sulam and the masik
1: midvash, or yeah. where is that Okay. Well, well, well. Obviously, the uh, the Zohar is a, a beautiful, wonderful sefer. However, I believe that the Rabbonim that were against the printing of the Zohar were right. The hatfasa of the Zohar, even though I probably wouldn't have it if, if they were, if they would have, it, was a mistake. The fact that the Zohar became such public, a part of the public uh, sphere, and that it was published, and everybody had it, and everybody learned it. And you had people even like um, philosophical rationalists who were using it and sort of like misinterpreting it. And, uh, you know, even the cutest usage of it, for example, from the Ksava Kabola, uh, Rabbi Yaakov Tzvi Mecklenburg right so right. he quotes it consistently as michilta derashbi right he, he quotes it consistently right because because he knows michilta derashbi is mentioned by the ramban and other Rishonim ah this must be it,
0: it, it, it it's so he, he's just he's just trying to sneak in zohar into a german um uh, german pirshalat but his point is, is my point is that we know that
1: it's out there, and whether it's been used by Pico de Ramalhelo for Christian principles, or it's or it's read as a pure medrash by others, it was probably a mistake to allow wow. this book to be such to have to have such
0: public hands on it. Yeah, Rizal it's, explains that that's what we need. Mashiach is coming, and we all, we're all going to be on a higher level, and we need the Zohar to get there. I mean, that's that's the that's the Simple explanation for why it was revealed right? that as the time goes by, we need this. And, and I want to add that I want to add that that and maybe this should be a, a point we spend a little t- a bit of time on. I think that today in our world, there is so much coldness there people are people are even spiritual things people are embarrassed to talk about spiritual things like god and and things like that uh, um yeah things like that and god but th- those kinds of subjects uh, on, uh, on the spiritual realm, I think that teaching even children and people about you know these even deeper, delving deeper into the spiritual realms with these Kabbalistic secrets, beginning with the Zohar but going all the way through Gilgal. I think that it you we need we need the vitamin so to speak, pure concentrate of this depth. Um, in order to give us a chance to be able to survive in this cold, sterile world. We need this kind of Torah. And you see that people are spiritually awakened uh-huh. by the Kabbalistic, including the, the reincarnation
1: concept. Well, you know, what, what, un, not fair, Kalman, not fair what you just said. I'll tell you why. We We know that there has been a history... I'm not talking about these bastardizations of the Zohar where the Zohar below Kodesh. I'm not talking about that. I mean, Yudel Rosenberg is great. He wrote a book about the golem. Okay. He has a big schusen for popularizing mysticism. Okay. But his work on the Zohar is a travesty. Here's what I would have rather had. You might have had gatekeepers who would take ideas from mysticism, but not necessarily give us the Zohar in all its glory. In order, in other words, the people, the, you, you're right, we need what to know. We what, have. One second. What what, right, we need, I agree, we need to know about Ishtosh. We need to know about the, how God, the world was created. We need answers that are, are are more invigorating than the dry philosophical ones that the Rambam put on the table. I agree with you. However, the fact that we have a book which is so open, is so open to misinterpretation and I think the Ramban was right. Yes, it's all over the Zohar. But the Ramban's gut feeling that this was something that probably should be used very delicately and gently and not revealed already and not become part of the public persona till Sherry McLean and others are, 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 are trumpeting it everywhere. Gilgal should be something held back. It's the type of thing that I believe it's a last ditch thing sometimes to explain suffering when we don't know it. But when everybody knows, yeah, like it's all... it's in the public discussion consistently. I don't think it adds. I agree with you. We can't just have dry philosophical Judaism. We can't just have Judaism that's based on the the, the fire and brimstone Musa. We can't even have Judaism that's based on the psychological Musa of Rabbi Srao Salanter. And we also can't have Judaism that's based on the brilliant, theological, humanistic, uh, forward-looking ideas of Shamshner Fulhersh. Though, those are all missing the, the greatness of Kabbalah and the greatness of the ideas that are in mystical thought. I don't think, however, that Gilgal should necessarily be part of that. I, to me, Gilgal
0: is, 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 is sort of like the unempowering part. It, 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 I think that's part of our debate. I, I would say that I, I definitely, to make a, a whole um, genre out of Gilgal, yeah, I, I think that's that's a bit much. But within the Kabbalistic traditions, it's there. It's there and it's true. And we are Gilgulim. And I'm sorry, I would be very upset if at the if if my rabbis and teachers would never mention Gilgul, and then I get up there and they say, Well, you're gonna have to go back or or even if they don't say that, they say, look where you were before. And I go, well, nobody told me about this. I would be upset. That, would be, that's gonna be be the, the, that would be the least of surprises that we're going to discover. <laughs> that doesn't change the fact that okay. I want, I want <laughs> to know. People want to know. People want to know the truth. And we should be sharing the truth. And and so then why do we keep it a secret for all that time? Good question. But once his per- permission is given and permission has been granted, it must be because we need to know these things.
1: I think, again, I'm going to say just to reiterate, Sadia's hunches were, were, were strong. The Ramban's uh, resistance was correct. And I, I'll tell you that we know in some Eastern cultures, uh, Albert Brooks. Uh, did a film about it called "Defending Your Life," which was really based on, you know, Albert Brooks is a Jewish filmmaker. His real name was Albert Einstein, <laughs> but he he changed his name to Brooks because people he didn't want people confusing him with the with the with the with the Nobel Prize physicist. So Albert Brooks was made- he a was he a, a Gilgal of? I don't know, you have to look at the dates. So he might've been an Ebor of Einstein, I don't know. But but Albert Brooks Einstein uh, had a film called Defending Your Life, Meryl Streep was in it. And in this film, it's all about what happens after you die and here's your chance to, are you coming back and what you're coming back as. And and therefore eternity in, Al- in Brooks's mind was very similar to the Eastern culture's belief in reincarnation. You just keep on coming back and coming back and coming back. And I think that's what could replace the idea of a Ghanadin, the idea of a Tainogelion, the idea yeah. of Vegas is, oh, you know what, you know, and, and, and the more you tell people about it, the more they believe, you know what the Eulamaba is? Eulamaba is is coming back again, coming back as someone else. And and and, and the soul energy is constantly just like everything is recycled the, you're going to be fact, recycled the
0: fact that in the in the far southeast or even in the center southeast that that they that they that they have a different and what we would call a sort of out there approach to the concept of giggle doesn't scare me and i think it does scare a lot of people i remember i was once giving a class and i mentioned the concept of reincarnation and someone said i didn't realize that we believe in that i thought that was more of a hindu thing I, I said I said, you know, they didn't get these ideas from nowhere. The fact that they have it, they just have they have it wrong. They don't know how it works. We do. But but uh, but I don't that doesn't scare me the fact that people are going to misunderstand it and misuse it because you know what they're already misunderstanding the bible itself and they're already misusing the but, the torah but, but, and but, the vm and the talmud but, but look at the things they say about the talmud i don't care what other people think this is an idea that we can use and benefit uh, no
1: that it's a proof Kalman. you're missing my point it's a proof that gilgal can become an end in itself basically gilgal means what does it answer? This is not the end of your life. You don't, when you die, you're not finished. Great. Gilgal, I'm coming back and I'm coming back again. And we're going to come back another time. You and, don't want
0: to come back. Right. But once you're going to do things to avoid coming back, which means you'll be, you'll better yourself.
1: Yeah,
0: yeah, but I think the more you promote Gilgal, and
1: when you say things about who's a Gilgal of what and what's going on, you somehow feel that it's going to keep on going. And my no. life my life isn't over, and it doesn't necessarily end with bonding with God. It ends with somehow being connected
0: with some new odyssey of life. But that's not that the I'm right, right be explanation. On. So I'm, I don't, we don't have hey. to not put a subject because people are going to misconstrue. Yes,
1: you do. You need to. You when you are a teacher, you need to realize what information lends itself or to how these you teach it. How you
0: teach it, but to, to put something in the in the forbidden area of the library, uh, you know, I, I, I'm not a fan of that. Uh,
1: again, I I rest my case. You see what Gilgal has done to the other cultures that have adopted it. They have taken God out of the picture and they've they've made it all about. The human odyssey of what you need to accomplish. Listen, I really know. I, comment, I, I would say that we should discuss this at another time. I think that part of the reason why you're holding on to it is because this is the only way you can somehow see yourself as my senior. Because it's only it's only because you are not just looking at me as someone as 20 years my junior, but you're looking at me from your previous incarnation, where perhaps. Um, you were indeed uh, my senior and my superior, and so and so much. And I think that's part of the reason what gives you your, um, your 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 chutzpah. Sometimes is your ability to somehow think of that. You way. see, you just use Gilgal to explain my behavior. <laughs> that's why you you're embracing it. All right, my friends. We hope that uh, we shall catch you perhaps on another uh, incarnation of the chavruta. Take care, everybody. Be well.